0: Hey folks, welcome to another episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Gay. I am your host, Shirley King. We here, you know what I'm about to say. I'm about to say because we only do it right here on the When Women Speak show. We are here with another fire, fire, fire guest. I cannot wait for you to meet her for this episode What If She Knew It Shirley K is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand. What if she knew she was powerful? Welcome Alika Brown to the When Women Speak with Shirley K podcast. Alika, she is a marketing maven. Her creativity is like bar none. At the end, when she shares how to find her, how to reach her, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Like, Um, And she is just she is so profound in her creativity that I can barely explain it. But she's also a wonderful person I've known for a long time. Um, And she's absolutely amazing as a human being. Alika, tell them a little bit more about yourself.
1: Thank you so much, Shirley. And I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me. I feel honored to be a guest on your show. And um, my name is Alika. It looks like Alicia on paper, but it's actually pronounced Alika and you'll see it in the show notes. Um, I do wear many hats. Uh, One of my hats I wear is um, I serve as a senior vice president of philanthropy and communications for an incredible nonprofit organization called the Urban League of Broward County. And um, in short, I just raise money and I raise awareness (laughs) for all of the wonderful programs and services that we offer to underserved communities in Broward. Um, And then my other hat that I wear that I'm really, really excited about uh, most recently is I am the founder and um, CEO of Sweet Sensory, and we are a home fragrance brand based here in sunny South Florida, and I do offer a wide variety of of home fragrance products that are beautifully scented, that are eco-friendly and thoughtfully designed, and um, they're designed to really bring a welcoming and comforting space into your home.
0: Listen, when you get your pitch together for your product, did you hear that you might want to send a DM to that IG? Because that makes you want to go, let me look that up and get me something. (laughs) Aliga, again, thank you so much and welcome to the show. We're going to get right into this because I'm excited to have you today. And so when women speak guests, you already know we're about amplifying the voices of women on um, different ways and sharing stories and strategies. Alika, we're going to start with what does a statement mean for you when you hear that statement, find her voice?
1: Um, great question, uh, Shirley. I really think it boils down to finding your authentic self and being able to be present in every space and every conversation uh, with different groups and really not being afraid to use your voice to speak up and to make sure that your presence is known to not um, be diminished in any way or allow anyone to silence you. And so I think finding your voice is really finding that authentic self that has been dying to come out. Um, it may have been stifled in the past. It may have been discarded in the past, but finding that confidence that you have as a woman and being able to know when and how to use your voice. And if I can put a personal, take a point of uh, privilege. We want I guess only do that. We want you (laughs) to do that. Mm -hmm. If I can definitely share that, I will say that making sure that you have the right support system can absolutely help and boost your confidence. Investing in yourself um to be able to get to that level is also critically important i had the pleasure of working directly with coach shirley king um, in my career and she really helped to open up the ways that i can find my voice and to use my talents and to share my talents with the world so for that i'm very very thankful and i think that women particularly young women professional women really do have a moment where they're feeling inferior. Everyone kind of suffers or goes through, most women suffer and go through um, imposter syndrome and thinking, you know, what am I doing here? Why do I deserve this seat? But you have that seat at the table and being able to take advantage of it and having the right support system and the right sponsors and the right mentors to guide you along, I think is really important. So being your authentic self and making sure that you have all of the resources at your leisure to help you stay authentic in every room and every conversation.
0: So you already know you need to make sure you have your journal and your pen out. She just knocked the first inquiry out the box. And I'm just going to go back to one thing, Alika, mm-hmm. you said the moment will happen, Yeah, which means that you're going to feel that you're not worthy. You're going to, you're going to ask yourself some questions you're gonna question your value, like the moment will happen. There's nothing you can do about that, it sounds like.
1: No, I think it comes with growth and growth Mm -hmm. often puts you in a place of discomfort and it stretches you and sometimes you are out in the spotlight, which makes you feel very vulnerable. And in those moments, it's really easy easy to cower and to be afraid and to not use your voice. But it's in those instances where you actually have to push past it and you actually have to force yourself to, to be vocal, to use your voice, to speak up and not really be concerned with what anyone thinks. Because at the end of the day, you're using your voice, which is your own.
0: At the end of the day, you're using your voice, which is your own. And the moment will happen because of growth. I mean, that is so true because you're only put in uncomfortable situations that you've never been in when you're at another level, usually. When you're comfortable, then you know you probably need to get in another room, at another table, and with another group of people.
1: Exactly. I couldn't agree more. I think there does come a moment where you feel really comfortable, you're super confident, you know what you're doing, you can do it with your eyes closed, but then you're not challenging yourself, you're not evolving, you're not growing. And so when you're faced with an opportunity to take it to the next level, it's gonna force you to stretch, it's gonna force you to, to elevate in that way. And so finding that confident voice, finding that transparent voice, and making sure that you're always being your authentic self is really what's going to carry you through those tough moments where you're not so sure. And then again, like I said, having that support system, the circle of other women that you trust, other women who are lifting you up, other women who are um, helping you, helping to boost your confidence when you feel Mm -hmm. not so confident Mm -hmm. is really important too. I call them your internal board of directors, if you will. You have um, the set of women who are in your community um, and men who are willing to support you and willing to um, help you find that confidence when, when on on those days where you really need that nudge.
0: Absolutely. Your internal board of directors. That's important. And whether you call them internal board of directors or you call them advisors, yes. um, I don't think growth happens like it should without them um, because you get to cheat. You get a cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: absolutely. It doesn't happen within, in a vacuum. And they say all the time, you know, there is no one man team. You you can get to the top faster together um, than you can individually. So really trusting the people who really have your best interests at heart um, and helping you get there is, is really key. And trusting yourself too. I don't think it's, you can't give all the credit to everyone else. Trusting yourself, knowing that you have the talent, knowing that you are right for that right seat at that right time is important because there's going to be a lot of naysayers. And there's going to be a lot of negativity that kind of looms both in your mind and what you hear from others. But having Mm -hmm. that self-confidence and that self-reflection at the end of the day is really going to help take you to the next level too.
0: Being right. It's the right time for that right seat. That seat is at the right time. Mm -hmm. And before we move on, I'm just going to, you just actually touched on something that you touched on about 10 seconds ago when you said being Confident and transparent, because yeah. transparency usually is that thing that makes us um, sometimes um, nervous. So we may have the confidence, confidence, but the transparency is the thing. Whereas we're we're asking the question or we're contributing, not particularly sure if yeah. it's the right way to contribute. But as another guest said previously on our show, I, I love that she said this: that because we're not in a room to be a sound bite, just contribute. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just be heard. Make sure they Mm -hmm. they know your name at the end of the day and that you spoke up and that you had something to to, to add to the conversation of value. Um, I think making sure that people know to acknowledge your presence is going to be important. You're Mm -hmm. not a wall flyer. You're not a, a fly on the wall. You know, you're at the table for a reason. You were invited for a reason. So you do need to make sure that your presence is felt and known.
0: Thank you, Alika. That was, um, I mean, I, again, if you didn't take out your um, journal, you're going to have to go back and replay. Because the reason why I know she said confident and transparent is because I wrote it down. That was um, phenomenal for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we talked about finding her voice, Alika. And and so to get to your voice, you had to know you had to find your voice, which means that most often we've already experienced some voiceless experiences. Yes. Can you share with our audience um, a voiceless a voiceless experience?
1: Oh, certainly. There were many um, over the years, and I will be you know totally honest. I've struggled with it um, quite some time, and I'm starting to build my confidence even more um, year after year as I get older. But one one experience, I think really had a lasting impact on me was when I was interning in college, I was interning at a um, publishing company at the time. And I was the only person of color in the office, which was a pretty, you know, pretty large size office. Mm -hmm. And I think I just did not recognize microaggressions the way that we recognize them today. Mm -hmm. And there were so many instances where um, there were crude, Racist comments. Um, I was left out of group outings, um, specifically singled out. And um, there were comments that were disguised as humor and made to embarrass me. There were just so many microaggressions that happened, and I didn't recognize it at the time. I said nothing. I said nothing to the employer at that time. I said nothing to the career counselor um, in the university's office that placed me there. I just, I, I reflected on the situation, but I moved on from it. And mm-hmm. there was an opportunity where I really could have stood up and spoken up for myself and for anyone else who was going to come after me um, to make sure that that experience didn't happen to anyone else. So I, was, I definitely felt voiceless then mm-hmm. and powerless at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reflection now, oh, I would have said a whole lot <laughs> I <I'm laughs> when you grow up. <laughs>
0: When you grow up,
1: hindsight mm-hmm. <laughs> is 2020. There's so many things. If I can go back and say it now, I would have said it. But it it for me, the the takeaway was um, you had an opportunity to speak and you did not. What did you learn from it? And learning and trusting the feeling that you feel. If you know something is not right, if you know you're being mistreated, that's your body's indicator to you that you know this is not a comfortable situation. You need to speak up, you need to say something. And so that really was my takeaway or my learning lesson from that. And and from then on, I haven't been in situations where I've been uncomfortable, where I've been ostracized, where I've been subjected to microaggressions and not spoken up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely gained some more vo- vocal notes. <laughs> and vocal started, notes. <laughs> yeah, and started using my voice a lot more uh, since that experience.
0: You know, and I love that you said that it happened. You weren't, you weren't sure what they were. You know, the the name microaggression Mm -hmm. had not been as prevalent more than likely by then, but you said nothing, but then you learned from it as you began to find your voice. And someone is listening that didn't say anything at some point. Someone is listening that maybe um, just recently didn't say anything. And you just heard that you can move on from that not saying anything. And you 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 grow. And as your voice becomes stronger and you find that voice, you'll surely get the opportunity to address it if need be. What I would hope is that you didn't say anything and you would never have to address that again. Right. But I don't, but I don't know that. And, but what I want to tell you is that It's okay that you didn't feel comfortable saying anything. You didn't know what to say. You didn't know how to say it, and maybe this at this point or at that time you didn't have um, that internal board of directors. You didn't have those advisors to ask those questions. But um, the story is not always going to end with "I experienced this and I did this," right? And that's and that's okay. Right. Right. I appreciate that, Alika. And this is where we take a pause because we're talking about amplifying the voices of women. But then there's this question we that I like to ponder. Alika, why should the voices of women in their values even matter?
1: Um, because we deserve <laughs> a seat at the table. We deserve to use our voice. I think it matters because so often women have been told that their voices are insignificant um, and that they should just be seen and not heard, (laughs) if you will. And that, you know, women are incapable of making sound decisions that we're emotional and the list Mm -hmm. goes on and on. I think Mm -hmm. we need to push past that. And I appreciated the movement of leaning in and speaking up and, you know, actually putting your stake in the ground that women have, you know, started over the years and has grown tremendously since then. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to continue going down that lane. Uh, We are smart. We are bold. We are capable. We are the most resilient, if I can say so, of the two. (laughs) And I think that there's a lot to be said about how powerful women are when we truly get together and support each other um, and make sure that we're protecting each other's voices in that same vein.
0: We are smart. We are bold. We -hmm. are
1: capable.
0: We are resilient and we are powerful. Did you hear that when women speak audience? (laughs) That's you. She just described you.
1: That's right. All these listeners. Absolutely.
0: And she described that after she she shared her voiceless experience. So that did not make her not smart, not bold, not capable, not resilient, and not powerful. And it does not make you not that as well. Mm-hmm. Take it. Take all of those. What is that? Five descriptions? <laughs> Take every last one of them and own them, wear them proud. I could not have said it better myself, Alika.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's important for women to just really own their voice. And there are gonna be times, it's not super easy. There are gonna be times where you don't feel as confident. You don't feel as as valued. You don't feel like your voice is even being heard. But speak up anyway, contribute anyway, show up anyway Um, and press on because at the end of the day, you may not think that your voice is being heard, but what you're saying is resonating with someone at the table. And um, those seeds will definitely plan, be planted and bear much fruit. Maybe not at that particular time, but maybe the next week or the next month or days mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. And uh, the important thing is that you're actually just using your voice because like I said, it's your own. No one can take mm-hmm. your voice away from you uh, without your consent. So I, I definitely think that um, that I really want women to, feel comfortable using their voice at all times.
0: No one can take your voice away from you without your consent. Remember that no one can take your voice away from you without your consent. And you only need one person in the room. Let's be clear. I don't care if there's a hundred people. There's only (laughs) one that you need for your voice to resonate with. And you may not know that until Six months later, when you see that person somewhere and they remember what you said, oh, two years later, I encounter that all the time, and I still don't always get it right. I'm still nervous as I grow and get in spaces that I'm unfamiliar with that I haven't been in before. I still have to do that ten seconds of now. What
1: are they talking about again? <laughs> it's funny because I remember going to a training once with um, with a graphic designer I used to work with and she said something that to me that I would never forget after all these years. And she said, you know, if you go to a training and you're there all day, two days, three days, and you've learned one thing, it was worth it. If you learn one thing, then it was worth it. And I say the same thing when you are using your voice, if you were able to connect with one person, if your, um, your message resonated with one person in the audience, it was all worth it because that one message can completely change the trajectory of a woman's career, someone's livelihood, you never know. And so if you're able to connect and make that kind of impact in someone's life, then it's worth it. So take that step, use your voice.
0: That's so true, Alika. In um, in audience, you've heard me say before that, you know, there are a certain amount of people that are um, assigned to us. We're now nearly 8 billion people in this world and there's just a small amount to that are assigned to each one of us that no matter how many times anyone says anything, they're only going to hear it from you, but you don't know where they are. You don't know if they're in the room. You don't know if they're in the crowd. You don't know if um, no matter what you do, you know where you are, if that one person that's a part of that group is actually there, right. which is why you right. owe it to them. You actually mm-hmm. owe it to them to own your voice.
1: Mm, that's good. That's good, Shirley. I agree with that.
0: So Alika, give us yeah. an experience because you have plenty, but give us an experience and share an experience of you leading with your
1: voice. Um, one that really rises to the top in my career, I, um, <laughs> I can tell you there was an opportunity at my current um, job at my organization where I really had to use my voice and lean in. Mm -hmm. Um, I was stepping into a role that was completely, I would, I would describe out of my league at the moment, Mm. um, something that really made me nervous that I was really nervous to do that. I knew nothing about that. Um, I felt underqualified for, but I knew enough about the role, about the position, about the area. Mm. And I was willing to learn and I was willing to bet on myself. And so I had a conversation um, with my supervisor at the time. And I said, mm-hmm. I think I'm ready for this position. If you would put your um, trust in me and my ability to learn, to do the work and the passion mm-hmm. and the willingness to, um, to put the work in, I'll be willing to meet you halfway and even surpass that halfway mark. And so I use the opportunity to lean in, um, to elevate myself about three notches up Um, to the seat that I sit in now. And with the nerves all in place, still nervous, still feeling like an imposter, not (laughs) that I'm qualified, but willing to do the work to build my confidence and willing to trust that I know that I'm gonna do a good job if they, they take the chance of investing in me. So I did go through an interview process, very nerve wracking, two levels. Um, but, you know, I landed the position and, um, it's the one that I hold, you know, today, but that wouldn't have happened if I did not lean in and say, you know, it's me, I'm going to lean in. I want to put my hat on the ring. And I I believe that I can be, um, really, really good at this job. Um, and I'm, here I am today.
0: Did you all catch, she said two words. She said, it's me. (laughs) Like that's really only about five letters, but to to literally sit in front of someone and say, Oh, it's me. I'm, I'm who you're looking for three levels up, which means that she would not have had the opportunity to have any experience doing that three levels up one level up usually, and even have some insight on two levels up, but not usually all the time, three levels up, but she knew enough about Alika.
1: Right.
0: She knew Alika. If you bet on me, I'm going to give you what you need. It's me.
1: (laughs) It's me. I was willing to bet on myself. And now, Shirley, I tell so many young women who are um, professionals, who are looking for a way to grow, looking for a way to expand in the world. Same thing. Trust your gut. Have a plan for how you see your career going. Mm -hmm. All of the things, like map, literally map out, you know, all of the resources you believe that you're going to need, all of the um, the skill sets that you want to learn, you mm-hmm. know, to, to that next level, and and trust yourself to get there and demonstrate it. And if I was able to do it, I'm living proof. Anyone can, anyone can.
0: Y'all better get you some of that contact information that she's going to tell you how to reach her at the end of this show. Um, whether you're listening to it and uh, when it when it actually is live or you're listening to it in 2025. Um, get, make sure you reach out to Alika. Because if you remember, I actually said, because when I, how I met her is that being a marketing maven. Now, did you hear what who she says she actually is though? She gets money for an organization. She knows how to communicate. She knows how to go to the folks that have the money and say, give me some of that (laughs) for my organization. So when you talk about your passion and your purpose colliding, that's how you do that. You don't have to stay in the skill that you've been doing all your life. It all works out if you bet on you. And Alika, there are, there are many ways that we use our voice and we can be right. We can remain in a place or remain anywhere Mm -hmm. and still use our voice in a way that we can leave something there at that table or leave physically, which is why this is my favorite one. This, this next one. Um, the statement leaving with your voice, it can convey so many things for so many people, but Alika, what does that phrase mean for you leaving with your voice? What does that convey for you?
1: It's so powerful. I, I would say the first thing that comes to mind and you're probably going to laugh coach Shirley. Um, (laughs) I have this saying that says leave before the club lights come on. And Mm. when I was in college, me me and my girls, my friends, we'd always go out and we'd have a good time and we would just party until the club lights come on. When the club lights come on at the end of the party, the music stops. Everyone just looks like they went through it. It was (laughs) (laughs) they had a really good time. And so I say you want to leave the party when it's still going really well. When people remember you dancing, having a good time, your light is as bright as it can be. Um, And so when you leave, I think with your voice, I think it's leaving with your dignity intact, knowing that you merited love, you merited respect, you merited, you know, all of the great things that make you, you, and you are leaving your legacy in a very positive light wherever that is, whether it's a relationship, whether it's at work, whether it is um, changing careers, you know, mid-career, you know, you want to make sure that you're leaving with that strong voice that people remember. And months down the road, that relationship is so strong, you can always pick up the phone and not miss a beat when they reconnect with you. So I think leaving with your dignity intact, leaving before the club lights come on, um, and so people remember you in a very sweet way.
0: <laughs> I and, love right? that.
1: Yeah.
0: Leave me before the club light come on. Cause you do know, yeah, back in the day, if you were a clubber, right. when the lights come on, everybody, see, got everybody real scary. as they was <laughs> when they walked in the club. Right. The hair, everything. Right. <laughs> you look very different. Makeup. <laughs> Such a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> leave before the clubs like club, club lights come on, no matter what that relationship is. And I'm so glad you said it. it's not just in a career relationship, it's all kind of relationships. Yeah. Um leave before that happens. Um, mm-hmm. you kind of already know when it's time to go, it's just that they're gonna play one more song. <laughs> one and more you're song. like, that one more song. Oh, that's my song. Let me sing to that too. Um, and then you stay too long. Right. Right. That's right. good, Alika. That is good. <laughs> what? This guest is fire. You know, we, that's all we have on this show, but I knew this was, this one was going to be fire and this I was, was a lot of right. Fun.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I had a lot of fun as well, Alika. Alika, what would you, what, how about any last words of advice mm-hmm. that you'd like to share with our listeners?
1: Um, This is an oldie, but a goodie. I will say wherever you are in your life, if you are in an elevated career now, if you are um, four steps ahead than where you were before, always reach back and bring somebody else along, particularly a young woman. Um, I think so often that women are pitted against each other, unfortunately, and that there is this competition that doesn't need to be there. I really think that we would do ourselves such a service if we would truly, genuinely um, help women like what you're doing right now through this show. And um, just finding a a person that you can bring along, a young woman or any woman that you can bring along um, on her journey and making sure that if she does not know how to use her voice, that she can lean on you to help her find it.
0: Become a sponsor and or a mentor, one of the that? two, or experience being both of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Alika, that's so profound because I like to say often, you know, we talk about being breaking glass ceilings and <laughs> and being the first one, but I'll be glad when we get to one of many. But the only way we can do that is that when I break that ceiling that I actually bring somebody else near the ceiling, even if they're not at the ceiling near enough, but they have an opportunity when I'm no longer in that particular space itself. So the only way that's gonna happen is if we help each other up and we become one of many. Absolutely. Whoa! This has been another fire episode of When Women Speak with Shirley Kay with Alika Brown. When Women Speak again is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand. What if she knew she was powerful? Alika, how do we reach you? How does how do I guess contact you?
1: Social wow. media
0: or contact information or both.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So guests can reach me um, on LinkedIn at Alika Brown, and my name is spelled um, in the show notes, so you'll be able to see that. Uh, It's A-L-I-C-A, last name Brown, like the color, Brown, B-R-O-W-N. And you can find me on my Sweet Sensory channel on um, Instagram, Facebook. And that is at Sweet Sensory. That's S-W-E-E-T-S-C-E-N-T-S-O-R-Y. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find me there.
0: All right. This has been another episode produced by Clevon Davis of Build Your Vision Podcast. We'll talk next week, guys. This is Shirley Case signing out.
1: Thank you for listening to the When Women Speak podcast on the live podcast network.